You're listening to the Church 2911 Sermons Podcast. You can find notes for this message along with more information about our church at church2911.com. Here's our lead pastor, Rick Hand, with this week's message. So why do online church or why do have an online campus? Okay, you got kind of got that thought there, an online campus. It's like we got this campus, but why have an online campus? I'm glad you asked, okay? Let me take you to some scripture right here. Luke chapter 5, verse 1, 2, and 3. One day as Jesus was preaching on the shore of the Sea of Galilee, great crowds pressed in on him to listen to the word of God. He noticed two empty boats at the water's edge, for the fishermen had left them and were washing their nets. He stepped into one of the boats. Stepping into one of the boats, Jesus asked Simon, its owner, the owner of the boat, he asked Simon to push it out into the water, so Jesus sat there in the boat and taught the crowds from there. All right, now, I know some people, I know some people who would use this scripture right here to say, well, see, Jesus didn't need technology. Now, I, I know people that would do that. They would say, you know, we shouldn't be using technology because Jesus, he didn't need technology. But do you think Jesus would have used technology? He couldn't use technology back in those, they didn't have any tech, Right. I mean, this was about as techy as you could get back in those days because you know what he was doing? Okay, first of all, if he had a crowd around him, only the people really closest to him probably could have heard him, so you kind of need to step back a little bit so your voice can carry, right? But another thing, this, this was probably something they knew. You know, you and I, we don't know this, maybe not growing up with this as much, but one of the things, one of the dynamics of, of, of audio is, is that the water carries your voice. And so for him to be on the boat, it was carrying his voice. I remember as a kid growing up, and, and we spent so much time at, at the creek, and I remember that, that my mom and, and my aunt and, you know, all the adults sitting up, you know, away from the creek, you know, we couldn't hear. They'd have to yell at us to get our attention, but they could hear every single word we said. You know, they could, they could yell at us and tell us to stop something because they heard everything we were whispering because the, the water, you know, that, I, I, I guess it's just the surface of the water being hard in the reflection. I don't know what it is, but it would carry it. That's what Jesus was doing. So, you know, this was about as techy as you could get back in those days. But what was going on here is this. Simon Peter had a boat. That was Simon. It was, Jesus, you know, gave him the name Peter later, so we called him Simon Peter. Simon had a boat, and Jesus said, let me borrow your boat. If Simon had had Wi-Fi, Jesus would have said, what's your password? right? Jesus would have used whatever was at his disposal. In Matthew 28, verse 20, when Jesus was giving the great commission, he was about to leave, and he looked at his disciples, and he said, go into all the world, teach the gospel to every creature, tell them everything I've told you and and taught you, commanded you, and all those things. Tell them all those things. You know what one of those things was? He, He taught them this. He taught them how to do this kinds of thing, that that when you get this opportunity, take advantage of it, do everything you can. Do everything possible to reach everyone possible. That was one of the things he taught them because, and and this was not just the one story. I think that's the next slide there, Tommy. It's not just this one story, but over and over that he showed them, you know, whatever opportunity you have, do it in such a way, do everything possible with that opportunity to reach everyone possible with that opportunity. That's one of the things he taught them. So you and I need, and that's that's the very first reason for online ministry, for an online campus, for doing online, for continuing online like we've been doing for the last seven or eight months, but just a little different. But I, let me throw a, a bunch more reasons to you about why we, why we do online. The second one is 
ministry 24-7. You know, when this sermon ends in just a few short minutes, I got 10 minutes and 42 seconds, 41 seconds, 40 seconds. You know, when this sermon ends, it's over. You know, maybe you'll remember something. Maybe some of you are taking a note. Maybe some of you are sharing a point or something from it, but it's over. It doesn't go any further. It's 15 minutes and that's it. You know, while we got the kids with us, trying to keep them down to 15 minutes, I'm I'm finding a way to cheat every once in a while, most of the weekends, to cheat a little bit. But it's over. But online doesn't just last the 15 minutes. It's there. And in the middle of the night when someone needs encouragement and God's able to maybe help them find something, it's there. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, online is there. While I'm sleeping and I can't preach a sermon, it's there. When I'm sick and I don't feel like preaching a sermon, it's there. When, when, when worship team members have, have laryngitis and can't sing, it's there. 24-7. I, I, I got real passionate about this one day about, uh, about cassette tapes. You know, back in the, 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 the soundtrack days, you know, when, when people get up singing, you know, didn't have a band. You just, you know, you had your track with you, whatever played it. And I got so passionate, and, and I was telling people about it. And, and somebody told me after, they said, man, I thought you were about to sell, sell some tracks out there because you were just so passionate about this. Wait, let me tell you, I'm selling online today. I want you to know how important this is. Okay, so let me run through the rest of these real quick. Next is responding to a new normal. There is a new normal, right? I mean, we talked about that uh, quote from Kerry Newoff last week where he said it's hard to return to normal when normal disappeared. Normal's gone. We got a new normal, and people are living in that new normal, and we have to respond to that new normal if we're going to reach people in that new normal. And, And that's one of the reasons we're changing what we're doing with our online is instead of continuing to do it the way we're doing it, we're, we're, we're releasing smaller segments of different things throughout the week. My, my sermon, we're, I'm, I've been re-recording it and, and just cutting it down to five, six, seven minutes so it can be shared. You know why? Because people who aren't churched, people who don't go to church, they're not getting on their computer and Googling, oh, where can I find me a one and a half hour church service to listen to? They're not doing that, right? And, and so we've got to respond to the new normal. And, and we have this awesome opportunity in online because what did people do when, when we had the shutdown, we had the lockdown? What did people do? They went online. They connected online to everything they could find out there pretty much, good and bad. And that's another reason we need to flood it with as much good as we possibly can, to have it out there and let God, God do the rest. Okay, thirdly, it's an awesome way to get the salt out of the shaker. Now, that's a reference from the first. If you don't know what I'm talking about there, then you need to go back and listen to the podcast and not miss these, okay? Because this is, this is about, and, and I'll tell you again, so I'll say this real quick. This is about where we're going as a church. So you need to be listening to this. We need to get out of the shaker. You're the salt of the earth, but inside this shaker right here, you're not doing any seasoning. You're not changing any lives. You're not doing any, you might, you might, you're encouraging me that I see your head nod every once in a while and you laugh, you know, when I say something that I think is funny, you know, even if you don't and you laugh anyway, and I appreciate that, right? So you're encouraging me, but you're not really doing a lot to bring light to the darkness out there. As long as we're staying, we've got to get out of this. Now, let, let me, let me throw this in here also. Okay. You need to get this online is really number one before anything else. We need to look at it as evangelistic. Okay. I get encouraged when I, you know, when they post one of our, our, our worship songs from our worship team, just, you know, I just get into that and worship all over again. I love that when, when, when uh, our, our online uh, uh, staff members and those working with online, when they're, they're posting some of those things, uh, you know, uh, thoughts or, or, or 
quotes or even a little snippet from a sermon. You know, it encourages me. And so, yeah, it's going to encourage you, but the reason for it is to reach people that aren't being reached yet. It is not, it is not, listen, it is not a substitute for what we are doing here right now. Gathering online is not the same as gathering in person. I don't have time to preach to you a message, but if you want to argue with me, hit me after service because I, I want you to know it was important. I'm trying to not go there, but I'm going to have to go there for just a second, okay? Real quick. Jesus, when he came, he could have sent another prophet. He could have sent another text, okay? Like, I didn't think they had cell phones, Pastor. That's not the kind of text they sent back in the Old Testament. It was like written text, right? But text, right? He could have sent a text. He could have given, he could have sent a video, okay? They didn't have video back then. Yeah, it did. It's just, we called them visions, right? He sent videos right into people's minds. He could have sent those things, but when Jesus came, what did he do? He came. He came to live as a human with humans. He came to, he came to live as a human. And look at Mark chapter 3, verse 14. Do you know why he called 12 men? Out of all the people that were following him, people that he called his disciples and people he called his followers, he called 12 men. Mark 3, verse 14 says, he called 12 men to be with him. We need to gather. God created us to need to gather, to gather together. We need to gather together. Think about it. I mean, we don't like all these rules and everything, and not just because we hate the mass, but because but we want to be together. God created us this way, and so we need it. So it's not a substitute. It's more evangelistic. And then half the world's population is online. So think about this. The 24-7, every single minute of the day. But half the world's population is also online. So every time we post something as a church, we, there's the potential that God could reach out and touch half the people in the world and have them watch this video or listen to this or, or read something. Half the world. And then also online is not going away. It's not going away, but we do see a lot of regulation that's happening. We see a lot of filtering that's happening, and that might change. That's why we need to take advantage of the moment that we have. Jesus said we need to work while it is day because we don't know when it's going to get dark out there. We don't know when it's going to be over. We don't know when it's going to be shut down. And so while we have day, while the online is, while online, while digital, while, while social media and all those things, while they're, they're there and available to us, we've got to take advantage of that opportunity. You know, Simon might not have always had the boat, and he had a crowd right then, so Jesus said, let me borrow your boat now, Simon, because now is the time, so we've got to do it. Now is the time. So how do we have a campus? So how, and, and how do we actually do it? Here's some how-tos real quick, okay? First of all, you know what to do, right? You know, gotta like, you need to like everything that the church does. Even if you don't love it, like it, okay? <laughs> you don't have to click the, the, the heart, but you can click, click the like, can't you? And, and, and listen, uh, also, but also share it. And, and listen, if there's something that you think is just, well, that's just a little, you know, that's just a little too chick for me. You know, I, I, I'm a man, you know, I don't want to. It's so, okay, <laughs> don't share that one, all right? I, I'm good with that. Okay, if it's got a lot of flowers and, and stuff and you're just not, I, th that's fine with that. But if all, everything possible, like, share, and comment. All of those things, I can't tell you, but Lexi can tell you about all those algorithms and things that they use, and they change them all the time. But here's the things that you can do to, do, to get everything that, that we post to get it more, out there in front of more and more people. Like, share, and comment every time you see something. And watch the videos. You see a video by 2911, watch it. You know, don't just share it, watch it. Every, every time you watch it, you increase that. And, and send, songs, send songs and videos. Don't just... Um, 
Don't just share them. But when you're watching, if you will ask God, if you will open your mind and your heart, and you will ask God, show me something that I can share with someone that needs it. He's going to remind you. And here, again, here's a, here's a place where maybe some of us men say, I don't know, that sounds like another chick thing to do, right? Is share a song, you know, that, hey, I think this will encourage you today, buddy. My buddies don't want to hear me talking like that. You know, they want to invite me to the next football game watch party. You know, if I'm, I'm, but listen, guys, we don't just talk about football, fishing, and hunting. We talk about real life. And sometimes if we will open our eyes and our ears and our hearts, God will show us something that we can share with someone who needs it. And it doesn't have to be a, a chick thing that you guys feel uncomfortable with. God will show you. God will put something in your hands. And a lot of times it's going to be something like that. So, so share it, send it to specific people, and then respond. And when you see those surveys, those silly surveys, respond and take them. You know, take those surveys about, you know, which, which candy bar you, got, you, know, you cannot get rid of or the, whatever those kinds of things are, right? So respond to all of those things because your friends, you know, I know, I know. You really believe that you gotta, you've got to help protect your friends. And so you have to share that, that post about how to protect yourself from the zombie apocalypse, right? You know, but more than your friends need to know about protecting themselves from a zombie apocalypse, they need to know how to find Jesus or how to find peace or how to find encouragement, how to find strength, how to find truth in this day and age. So if we can post all that other stuff, surely we can find a way to post about Jesus and still be a man or to still, still be whatever, right? Surely we can. So let's do it. Okay, so we've had a sermon series now that we've talked about, you know, we've got this new building, this new venue. You know, it's not just a new address. It's actually a new venue. And, we, and, we, and, we've, and we've got this, go ahead and bring up that next slide because this new building, new, ven, new venue, Next one, uh, Tommy, and, and a new normal. There we go. The, all of it. We've been talking about that. We've been talking about a, a, a renewed focus on kids' ministry. We've talked about how we're going to do that with some of the things that we're trying to do. Talking about this new venture of a, of a coffee shop, something, and, and, and other ways that we're going to be reaching the community with um, uh, places that, you know, here in this building that we're going to use to reach the community. So we've been talking about that, this all month long, four weeks now. And we're wrapping this up, and, and this is why I've got to say this here at the end of this, is because I'm not talking about this next week. I'm not talking about being all in anymore, so I'm talking about it right now. You need to decide to be all in. You know, we said a lot of times early on uh, at 2911, when we were just getting started, we talked about, uh, my phrase was, hey, if this doesn't crank you tractor, go find something that does. You know, because you need to be where God has called you to be. And if this kind of stuff that we're preaching about, this is what God has put in us. I mean, the vision's not changing but just the way we're going to be able to approach the vision and live out the vision. It's, it's like new doors are opening up for us. And there's a lot of people sitting around you and some that can't be here today that are excited about this. And, and, and if you're not, I, I encourage you, get excited about this or get excited about something because there's a world dying and going to hell out there that needs a church that is passionate about finding a way to reach them. And introduce them to Jesus. And so if this is the way, this, this new location, new venue, new normal, our same old vision of reaching people and discipling them, if this is, if this is something, then, then be all in. And just Sunday mornings, that's not all in. That's not all in. It's not all in. 
So I invite you to be all in. Okay, secondly, what, what's my next one here? Oh, yeah, pray this along with me. This is something I've been praying, okay? Not just, God, give us money. <laughs> I think a lot of pastors pray that. God, give us money. Here's what I've been praying. God, fund what you want us to do. Because if you don't want us to do it, please don't give us the money to do it, God. <laughs> don't send us the money to do that thing that's just an expensive thing that we just don't even need to be doing anyway. Keep us, on, keep us focused, God. Fund what you want us to do. And you know what? He has been. He's been doing it, but he's, you know what? He's been doing it through you. For the most part, he's been doing it through you. You know, and uh, I was telling an AC guy had to come because we've done a lot of things up here. We've got to refigure some of that kind of stuff. And, and I had him here this week. And you know what? I, I was able to tell him, I said, you know, all this work that's been done so far, you, and I told the AC guy this because he put this new unit in for us. I said, you are the only labor cost we've had so far in this whole building. You know why? Because of you, because of you. But now it's step up. We've got to move on. You know, like I said last week, we, you know, we've got a $12,000 uh, uh, kids indoor playground that, that we found, you know. And so uh, now it's time to get your checkbook out. Do a little something. Okay, but, and here, here's the third thing there. Give something and do something. All right, which ties right in from that thing. I want every single one of you to listen to me right now is don't sit there and say, well, that sounds good, Pastor. You make up your mind and be all in right here. Every single person sitting here needs to give something and to do something. You don't need to be standing back six months from now and saying, wow, didn't they do a great job? You don't need to be saying that. You need to be saying, wow, didn't God do an awesome thing through us? You need to be a part of that. You know, I... I can't tell you how much. I know some of you can give a lot, and some of you can't. And some people have already started giving. Some have made some pretty good gifts to help us afford some of these things where we didn't have to take our cash and do it, so now we've still got our cash to do some other things. And that's how this thing is working, and you need to do that. Listen, here, see, here's what God could have done, right? I told you, we're getting this. If you missed that last week, boy, you missed a really exciting announcement about that playground equipment that retails for $50,000 that we're getting for $12,000. It's been used three months. You know, awesome thing, right? You know what God could have done? You ever ask God, God, why didn't you just, I mean, if you got it that low, why don't you just give it to us for free, God? <laughs> you ever wonder, why don't you just give it to us for free? But God didn't give us free. You know what he did? He made it cheap enough so that you and I could handle the finances of it as it is. You know, he didn't give us a building perfectly configured like we need to use it. But he gave us a building and he gave us the ability and the know-how to retrofit it, to put it in the configuration that we need it. Yeah, he, he didn't give it to us perfect, but he gave it to us so that we could kind of make it perfect. He didn't give us a building with enough parking, but he gave us a building with two acres in the backyard that we can make some parking. You, you, you see what I'm saying? He's chosen us, Second Chronicles 29, 11. He didn't do it all for us. He's already done the hard part, Jesus dying on the cross, the father giving up his son. He's already done the hard part, but now he's saying, here's your part. You get to be invested and involved in the kingdom ministry. So it's time to decide. You need to be all in. If you're a Christian, you need to be all in somewhere. And, I, and I'm, I'm saying that because I want to be able to say this as hard and as strong as I need to say it. If it ain't here, go find out where it is. But you need to be all in as a Christian somewhere. You need to be fully in with your passion with your drive, with your, even with your checkbook, yes. You need, you need to be able to have God speak to you and say, write a check 
for this amount to this ministry because you are passionate about it. Every one of us needs to decide how to give something and how to do something. If you need prayer, we'd love to pray with you. You can email our prayer team at prayer at church2911.com or text us at 205-476-2911. You can learn more about our church by visiting church2911.com or connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at church2911. Thanks for listening to the 2911 Sermons Podcast. We hope you know that God has an amazing dream for you. And as always, we dare you to dream.